listen to another episode of the Blocked Content Podcast. I am Joe Murphy, as I always am, and joined with me, as he always does, is my very, very good friend, Cal. How are you, Cal? Good, sir. How's it been kicking? Mate, great. We did run into each other at lunch, so we really between lunch and afternoon, I, I didn't do much. Oh, nothing to re- news to report? No, nothing really life-changing. I watched, I, I watched a few games. Um, Looked up a few stats, was a bit of a stat dog. Oh. Um, and just checked out what was going on in the league. Engineers like stats. Yeah, I really enjoy stats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, my field of work is not very stat driven. And Excel is, a, is really difficult for me. So Basketball Reference is quite an accessible website that I don't find I have too much trouble with. So that's good. We're not a paid sponsor. No. Unfortunately. But, uh, they can have my email if they want it. <laughs> Anyway, we've got some ground rules today. No no Simmons and no Kyrie. I think this is episode three. We've talked about them both twice, but they both did interesting things today. So some Simmons and some Kyrie. I mean, we might break the rules. We're, we're rule breakers yeah, at heart. Fuck it. All right. Well, let's get it done real quick. Simmons played his first, or oh, maybe second good game. He has had double digit points in two successive games, scoring 22 points today against a Memphis team that is crippled. Yeah, well, I mean... No, best start, best three players were out. So, yeah. Look, I put nothing on this game for Simmons. No. I he's going their next. I think their next game is at Philly. Started him at center, which was. I mean, that's interesting. Cool. Interesting. Do it. Do it against. I mean, Stephen Adams is still there for Memphis as starting center, but yeah, but he's not going to score a fuckload of points on you. And to be honest, I think he actually scored well over his average. So that's. Yeah, look, going to show you. It's probably not going to work against a good center. But in terms of grains of salt, and grains of salt generally being small things, take the largest grain of salt you've ever seen, like a rock salt lamp, and put it next to that game that Simmons had today. Do not do anything with it. No stock invested. Doesn't mean anything. Do not buy the dip. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> and Simmons is, Simmons is going like Bitcoin. He's <laughs> yeah. fucking cratered, so... <laughs> um, and I know you said nothing about Kyrie, but you said there was something uh, yeah, that went on with... Some- Brown and I have not heard of it. So, so there were people involved with the what are they called? The Hebrew is the black Hebrew Israelites were outside the Net Stadium. Oh, I like, did see this. Yeah, actually. like they were singing some kind of song and they were like handing out these pamphlets that were like, "We're not anti-Semitic, we're Semitic." That whole thing of like, "We're the real Jews" and so on and so forth. Mm. Yeah, just that thing that kind of makes your skin crawl when you talk about it. But wasn't there? There was like. Fucking in the picture, I saw like hundreds. Yeah, but they didn't buy tickets. <laughs> they were just outside the stadium. Oh, classic Jews. Um, <laughs> well, it, like it was very. They were just, you know, there was too many of them. If you're backing them as a movement, and it's like five hundred of us want to go to a Kyrie Irving game to show our support, be like, sorry, do you know how much fucking tickets are at Barclays Center? Mm, I'm assuming a lot. Yeah, I uh, will for five hundred. Probably a big outlay. Mm. Anyway, uh, Jalen Brown retweeted. A video of like the line of all of them and with the caption energy and that's a bit of a phrase for Jalen because he said there's a pinned tweet on his account from like December or January of this year where he said the energy is about to shift and from that point on the Celtics went on their big run and ended up in the finals so I do I, there are a lot of connotations that come from Jalen Brown using the word energy but he also dropped Kanye as well, he was signed to Kanye in the first place. Yeah, but then he he's supposed it. to be smart. He went to like Stanford or something. Mm. Um, Just not Marcus. Well, <laughs> who was injury list? <laughs> um, <laughs> but then, like he he like clarified that he thought that they were part of some um, oh, 
some like college fraternity. Right. And he like posted all these pictures because they were wearing purple and yellow shirts with like this logo on it that had like some Greek alphabet lettering. And he was like, oh, I thought it, that they were just this, um, that they were, I was excited that people wanted Kyrie back in the game and I was showing my support for that general feeling. I thought they were part of this fraternity and then hasn't taken anything else down. So it's a very like, oh, like he's saying a lot of like, I'm not saying this, but there's all like, between the lines things of what he is saying very Kyrie as well so same shit all over again just with a more a a much more educated well you know let's not really Kyrie went to college but like (laughs) Jalen Brown is much better spoken and he's much he's you know you saw him during all the the George Floyd protests and Mm. he was really leading that charge for the league he was one of the the more vocal players and he was very very good at getting his ideas across and expressing himself well not flat earth boy but well, we'll move on. Yeah, as, as you I, said, we've talked enough about these. I, two. I just hate it. I hate that situation so much. Um, my boy, our boy, our boy, injured, Jar Morant. I know, and it, it's there's always that thing with Jar. It's like, oh, he's so athletic. He's going to injure himself. Like he's there's always that kind of like everyone always thinks, oh, you know, look at the way he attacks the rim. He's gonna hurt himself one day. Yeah, and that when he does hurt himself, it's like, well, I told you he was gonna hurt himself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't that. No, it, it looked just like a bit of an ankle roll to me, but it was still sad to see him go out of that game. Um, we still beat, I think it was OKC. That was the OKC game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Where Shea was held to 14 points. Mm. Really good effort by the Grizzlies mm. for a guy who is absolutely red hot right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, no Bane either. But, uh, oh, and Jaron Jackson Jr. looked fucking awesome. Yeah, he looked game. great. So he didn't... Am I right that he didn't play this Brooklyn game today because it was the second night of a back-to-back? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Second night of back-to-back, and also like, there's no, there was no point tonight anyway. Like, yeah, all of our best players are injured. Like, why go out and risk him? Well, we they could have run you out there, Cal. <laughs> Speaking of the collective, <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? No, well, yeah, and it's one of those games. Like, we are getting to a point in the season where teams. Teams can decide to throw on a random... I mean, this was a pretty big... What is it over there? It's Sunday. Or is it Saturday there now? Sunday, sorry. Sunday. So it's a big Sunday night game. But, like, the, they don't... Like, teams don't care resting guys in big games anymore. Well, yeah. Guys just miss games whenever. I mean, Memphis have been resting people all season. I'm yeah. wondering if they're just wanting to try and get through the, the season as a fourth or fifth seed and then come into the playoffs healthy or something because yeah. their record doesn't look to me doesn't reflect how good they are especially when at full health but well they're sitting right now at oh, they were third this morning and now they're sixth yeah. that's just how tight the, the West is at it the moment is, like, it is tight there's only one and a half games between one and seven and then there's two games between one and nine so, like, everyone's really kind of clumped at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Dropping one game in November isn't going to mean much in the long run, especially when you've got concerns like, you know, you want Jaron to be healthy. You don't want to play him in a back-to-back when he's coming off a broken foot. And he's come back early from that too, which yeah, was he unexpected. Did. He was supposed to be back after Christmas. It was. And, yeah, and I've been really impressed with oh, the he few looked, games I've seen of him. He looked fantastic. He's attacking the rim harder. He looks thick. Yeah. He looks so Yeah, cool. he's really, like, packed on the muscle. Mm, in comparison to that skinny boy, like... Oh, when he was first dropped, yeah, yeah. and it was like... he It's kind of like you see um, 
Evan Mobley. Mm. And you're like, oh, they, like, I think Mobley... Mobley is like the most ridiculous prospect. Like, he's... Uh, I won't say that he's like Wembenyama scale, but he's like... He could be one of the few best players in the league in the future. For sure. But you look at him now and you're his like... Brother? <laughs> his brother... <laughs> Who they drafted purely for the fact of keeping Evan happy, yeah, which I a, love. A Giannis, That's a great move. It's a Giannis situation. Yeah, keep the brothers around, and then eventually, when you say, Evan, here's seven hundred million dollars. Remember how we drafted your brother in the second round? There was a funny thing as well, um, where they asked. I can't even remember his brother's name. But Isaiah. Isaiah. He's older too. Yeah, he is. They um in the lineup. I was watching the Cavs game um on Saturday, so that would be Friday America time. Um, and they named the wrong Mobley on the start. <laughs> and the commentators were like, this has to be. This, this, uh, oh, no, we're getting confirmation. That fucking spud is not playing. <laughs> well, no, I don't think he's uh, he's had any game time yet, but it's it's nice to keep the Mobleys together. I also think um, that the dad is a, is one of the coaches at the, um, at the Spartans. So he might be making his way over to the league soon. Just honestly, when you've got Mobley, just do everything to keep him happy. Yeah, he's... He's a definite talent for. Yeah. I mean, he, I was going to say for the future. He's already. I mean, good he's now, so good now. But Dude, I mean, he had like, what was it in that game? He had twenty-one and eighteen in that game. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't get as much of the offensive responsibility as he will in the future because Garland is. Gal, man, Garland's like almost scared. as good as Donny. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm like, I, I'm standing on my Donovan Mitchell mountain of like I've always said Donovan Mitchell is good. And I'm looking down at you on your little Darius Garland Hill, and I'm not angry that you've said that. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't even know, man. That guy is just silly. Like, in that, they, <laughs> we were, watch- I was watching the Cavs game with Mr. Valalba and Mr. Adams. Yeah, yeah. And they were up by, like, I don't know, maybe 12 points with two minutes left. And we're like, oh, this game's done. And then we were flicking through the other games. We came back, and it was like, this has gone to OT. Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> and I don't actually know who balled out. I feel like it could have been a classic case of, um, oh, who's the point guard for Charlotte? Uh, oh, Terry Rozier. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he, Terry Rozier. Terry hit a, just went off his face. I think for like two minutes while we were away, he hit a, a shot in the corner to take it into overtime. Yeah. And of course, I was watching that game, and we've completely gone off track from Jaron Jackson. Um, but the point I was going to make about him and Evan Mobley is that they have the same body type. And now looking at Jaron Jackson, I see Evan Mobley and I'm like, Jesus, If in three years, if he can get the same muscle that Jaron has put on in that time, like he's going to be even scarier than he is right now. Yeah, for sure. And I think he, he's a better rebounder than... Um... Jaron is a weirdly... Like he gets weirdly low rebound numbers, but he's like one of the league leaders in blocks. He's one of statistically the best defenders at the rim. Mm. Like, I guess Stephen Adams just takes them all. I don't. Well, Stephen, like, a lot of his rebounds come on the offensive end. So I don't even know, like, where they all the rebounds go. And Memphis, the leading. No, sorry, the second in rebounds to the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, but no. but the um <laughs> the Cavs Hornets game, I was watching the Charlotte stream with their announcers and they've got yeah, Eric we, Collins. We were watching the Charlotte stream as well, even though Valal was a huge Cavs fan. Gary! <laughs> it's all game. As as, even like at the end of OT1, they gave the ball to Rogier and he, he ISOed on Mobley. And it was like very little chance that he would score anything. Mm. 
And as, as the ball goes up, it's just, Jerry! <laughs> oh, we missed it. <laughs> 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 just like, I just love everything about Eric Collins. I've been watching that many Charlotte games because they're not fun to watch at all. Um, but when I do, I just mostly tune in for Eric Collins. Yeah. I mean, they got a... Uh, ball came back for a few games and injured... And injured now, himself on a fan, but then he was... I think it's only, it was only three l- weeks, isn't it? Some, it's, not a huge it's not a huge injury. I think I don't know if it's even weeks, but... We can get to that. We should probably... Let's do a, a, a runaround of all the injuries now that we've started with Jar and with eternal sadness. I'm just... Mm. I don't want to... Like, I just want Jar to be the league. Yeah, so Maxi injured, which sucks because yeah. he's been playing some really good basketball. He has, and Philly, like... I mean, Philly have been putting the entire load of the offense on Embiid, and that's working. But it is, like, he... He needs a distributor. He needs someone... Like, Embiid can bring the ball up on his own, but he can't do it every possession. It's just the same thing that has plagued them every year where mm. eventually they rely on Embiid too much and he he doesn't have the stamina. Like, no one has that kind of stamina to to run yeah. an entire team at his but size. He, um... In saying that, Maxi had 24 points before he got injured and he got injured just after halftime. Yeah. He was killing it in that mm. game. And that was... That was against the Bucks. That was the Bucks game. Oh, um... Did you see the footage of Giannis and the ladder? Yeah, that was funny. He, I'm fucking, Giannis is not my MVP, just by the way. Had money on him. The only leg that failed for like <laughs> 200 right. bucks. And um, he had his worst free throw shooting night he's ever had. Yeah, And I was, needed him to get one more point. He was 5 of 14. And then after the game, spent some time shooting free throws. Shooting free throws. And... Of course, you probably would have seen the footage where some workers of the, I think it's the United Center, attempted to put up a ladder in front of the rim while he was shooting free throws. He goes up, has a conversation with them, comes back, goes to shoot another free throw. They don't move the ladder. He takes matters into his own hands. Um, Also amongst that, Montrez Harrell was out uh, stealing the ball from Giannis, refusing to give it back, and got into a bit of a push and shove with the Nassus about, you know, just two guys that sat on the bench the vast majority of the game. Tre- Trez played five minutes and had one point, so he was very effective. <laughs> and Thanasis, who doesn't often get much game time. Yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't want to fuck with Trez. Yeah, so Trez, uh, this is from The Athletic. So Sixers bench player Montrez Harrell came over to where Giannis was shooting, took the ball and stood in the corner. This isn't fucking Milwaukee. Harrell barked at a turn to Kumpo as witnessed by The Athletic. Get that shit out of there. According to witnesses, Giannis offered Harold to join him in the shooting drill, and when he wouldn't, asked, pleaded for the return of the ball. Pleaded, not asked. A Sixers staff member who had accompanied Harold, skills coach Jordan Love, then stood between the two players and told Attentacumpo he could not have the ball back and could not shoot on the court. Attentacumpo left the court and returned with two basketballs. Only when he came back, a Wells Fargo Centre employee pushed a large A-frame ladder in front of the hoop where Giannis was shooting. Attentacumpo asked the man to move the ladder so he could finish his shooting, and twice the man said no. Now angry at the surprising circumstances he was facing, Giannis attempted to push the ladder out of the way, and it tipped over, crashing onto the court. As Attentacumpo took a few more practice shots, Harold was at the other end of the court, shooting and screaming back towards the Bucks' side. Fuck yeah. What is this drama? Like, this is real, like, totally unnecessary NBA drama. Yeah, it's shit country at its finest. Yeah, yeah. But we're, like... The two teams are going to be pretty big rivals in this playoffs, I reckon. I kind of uh, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But I just think like if it's going to be a rivalry, is it really going to be Montrez Harrell and Giannis? Like, what can Montrez Harrell do to Giannis? He can't. He cannot defend him in any way. He can't score on him. All he can do is come back at the end of a game, steal a ball from him, and refuse to give it back. Like, what a child! Invaluable. <laughs> I mean, Who else is doing Philly that? culture. Philly culture. Who else is doing that? That's the city of brotherly, brotherly love for you. Oh, yuck. There was further in that article. Um, Giannis went back into the locker room and started explaining to his teammates. He was like, what like, what the fuck's going on? And the lights started flicking on and off. And they were like, no. Like, they were, The whole team was like, what's happening now? And it was Giannis' son. <laughs> like his two-year-old son just playing with the lights. <laughs> so, you know, he's a family man. He's a good guy. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of like outrage initially, like when the footage came out with no explanation and it's just Giannis kicking over a ladder. It was just like, foreign man in our country comes and kicks down our workers' ladders. It was very. <laughs> they took like, our jobs. Yeah, it was very like fake Hubble Giannis. Like, no. Anything to discredit him. The, um, look, I, I don't hate it, but as you said, it, it is also Trez. I actually liked him in a few different places i mean i think he could get minutes in a lot of front courts he's had he's had plenty of opportunities never made anything of it Mm. apart from the clippers where it was just like him and uh lou williams there's two janky puzzle pieces that just fit together and made beautiful pick and roll offense he was at was he at was it charlotte or something yeah so he was pretty he was okay there he went from so he was at the Rockets when he got drafted. He spent two, three years there. Then he went. He was sent over to the Clippers. I can't remember how he got there, if it was free agency or trade. I don't think it matters. It wouldn't have been a big trade. Or maybe he's just a Maybe I think piece. it was a Chris Paul trade. I think he was like thrown into just the Chris Paul trade. Um, and then at the Clippers, he was sixth man of the year. And the Clippers didn't offer him a contract. The Lakers did, and he went over there. And then the Lakers traded him in the Westbrook trade to the Wizards and then the Wizards traded him to Charlotte and then now he's ended up in Philly. Yeah, there you go. And he hasn't done anything since that Clippers year. I made fun of him this morning. um, I think he was okay in Washington as well. But yeah, I mean, he's not not doing much now. (laughs) No. And we're spending a lot of time on a guy that will not be really playing a factor in the rivalry between these two teams. But But I do have a Montrez Harrell Louisville jersey. So I'm invested. Oh, you do? (laughs) Well, I, I think it's good that Giannis is now... Like, it's good that Giannis is going to be more engaged in those games because those games are already, like, such a high level. And him and him and Embiid, really, they they went at each other a few times in that game. And, like, Giannis got past Embiid on a couple drives and had these... Like, Giannis's first possession, he just completely sprinted past Embiid, turned, dunked, and then Embiid kind of stayed through the game, picked up his offense in the second half and like took over the game well, and, and Brooke Lopez did lead. a really good job on him yeah. for about three quarters <laughs> and then it was, and then it was the, the fourth it was just oh. oh well I mean I think Lopez was really doing a good job at not letting him get to the rim mm. um, and Embiid wasn't making that little I guess somewhere between the free throw line and the charge circle he wasn't really making those little shots but then in the the fourth he did that like 10 yeah, times in just a row kept <laughs> he just kept on hitting him because that was the thing it was like oh is is brooke lopez the the secret to stopping Embiid? and for three brooke, quarters it was like wow this guy's really holding him down and I then fourth really quarter like no. brooke lopez man i think he's a like, great player so good like especially he's probably done the best at revolutionizing his own game 
to stay relevant yeah that i've ever seen because at the nets he was an all-star probably like three or four years averaging like what i don't know maybe like mid 20s and 10 and he was completely you know he played in the paint back played to the basket had that you know he had really good footwork he was he was a traditional center yeah in and every means of the world and then now he's now he's and like a three and d guy yeah, couldn't <laughs> shoot a three no. now he's just sits out on the the three and plays really good defense like i'm not sure i don't remember him being able to defend anyone when he was at the nets i think he was well, pretty much a traffic was, cone i think it was probably because he had so much responsibility on their offense probably whereas now it's not so much but yeah Meanwhile, his brother, Robin, is at the Cavs, and I get confused every time he's on the court. I think, did I have Verjao back? <laughs> King Bunny, have you seen a compilation of every shot that he made from like two seasons ago, and every single one of it is a bunny hook? Who's this, sorry? Robin. Oh, Robin. <laughs> I he, haven't seen that. He's King Bunny. It's King ev- Bunny. Every single shot he made, and it was like 90% of them are all bunnies. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> he is I think both of them are but Robin definitely is a Disney adult which is a bit odd yeah I think they own property in Disney Ooh. so you know make it that what you will <laughs> useless piece of but judge mm. take in judge move on my favourite Robin Lopez story is when the Bulls were shit like five years ago and he came to training camp and he goes in and he goes what the fuck is this? How am I the best player on this team? <laughs> well, do you want to talk about the Bulls? Because they are shit again. Six and ten. Yeah. Really just... Levine the other day as well was like... Started off the game. I don't know what he ended on, but he was like one or two of 11 to start the game. He was one of 15 and Billy Donovan pulled him and didn't play him in the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. Holy shit. In the game where they ended up losing to the Magic on a Jalen Suggs game winner. But if you watch the last 30 seconds of that game, like, it's insane that they even lost because they, they get a, I think it's off a miss and they break away for this massive dunk and then they, and it's like the whole stadium erupts and it's, you know, Caruso sprinting out and it's all like, it's everything that you think the Bulls can be. It's like really great defense, great perimeter, like great perimeter guys just getting out and running and Caruso being like a really handy playmaker. And then the ball ends up in Suggs' hands and he hits a step back three to just completely silence the entire arena. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, it's everything, you say everything that they should be and it was against the Orlando Magic. Yeah, it's... um, I don't know, what's gone wrong there? Like, I think as well, all of their kind of players, their role players have been shit, which mm. never helps. They've um, actually been alright. They've been their better players. Caruso's been fucking god-awful. Um, has been really good. Uh, and so has Dragic. Dragic. Sorry, Dragic. I, I completely Dragic. butchered that. <laughs> the Dragon. Um, yeah, he's been really good. He's been... And all their best lineups feature, like, none of their starters. I think I've got... Um, oh, no. I put this in as a link, but I don't know how to operate this computer. I can get it up. Okay. You've just got a pad for a few seconds, man. Yeah, no. Um, and Dragic was a guy that I forgot was, had um, made it to the Bulls. But then when I found out he was there, I was really excited. Like, he's a really good player. And he ended up in that... Um, he's, he's quite hated around the league now because he was traded to the Raptors, said, I'm never going to play here. Send me back to Slovenia and tell me when you've got me a trade. Mm. And then he ended up in Brooklyn in the second half of the year. And it was like, 
bro, you drew the short straw. Yeah. <laughs> like everything was falling apart and they just threw Dragic in. So I got your stats up. What, what do you want to look at here? Yeah, so like all of uh, all of their lineup data, their most common lineup is DeRozan, Vucevic, Levine, Pat Williams, and Dasunmu. And that lineup gives up six more points than it scores. Mm-hmm. And then their second... And that's played 138 minutes together. Like, they're just... And that's a really, like, weird... Like, DeRozan and Levine... DeRozan, Levine, Vucevic, all offensive biased players who don't play very good defense pat williams is a pat williams and just were both defensive biased players who don't play very good offense and pat williams is not playing very good defense this year mm. um but then their best lineup which has played 35 minutes together is dragic drummond levine Derek jones jr and caruso yeah i'm you can take that with uh, once you said a big old Himalayan grain of salt, a bit of a salt lamp because statistic, it, it is thirty-five minutes, and they would be playing against other people's second teams. Yeah, but it's there, uh, like, and even then, like they've only used it in five games. But it's just like when you when you think about this team, the the guys that come to mind are, are their you know their pseudo big three of Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic, and they are better without two of them on the court. Well, all what are those of three of those are all as you said offensively minded players but they don't have a distributor on that team no well i mean you'd say that the point guard's caruso but caruso is not like a traditional point guard no it's um it's yeah it's pretty wild like and when now that um there's been a bit of time since the vucevic trade this is how it's ended up so they gave orlando the rights to so they gave him Wendell Carter Jr. They gave him the draft rights to Franz Wagner and they get their pick this year. So in a year that they're underperforming, they have no rights to their own pick. Is Lamello done for the season still? Not Lamello, his Sorry. Brother, Lonzo. Lonzo. <laughs> Lonzo has no return date and he hasn't played since like March of last year. Like it's just ridiculous. So is it time to blow it up? I don't even know what, what you would get. Because Vucevic, you're not going to get anything. He's an expiring contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, Levine just signed a massive deal. And DeRozan is in the second year of his new deal. So these are guys that are really hard to move. I mean, no one's impossible to move in the NBA. But like, I don't see a, a way for the Bulls to turn this around quickly that isn't painful and and they never do. They're always like they're a very dumb franchise, <laughs> just generally. Yeah, the as you said, those pieces aren't fantastic to move. And if they don't have rights to their pick, they may as well try and get as many wins as they can. Yeah, they they are in win now mode, but the the version of their team that plays the most doesn't win. And Zach Levine is having trouble with another coach at the Bulls, and I think he even. I can't remember his Tim Wolf says if he ever had a problem with his coach, but he had problems with, with um, Jim Boylan and yelling at him and trying to... Like, Jim Boylan benched him and he screamed at him. And But, like, Jim Boylan was a pretty hectic coach. He made them have, like... T- he put installed one of those, like, old um, time punch clocks on the wall and the players had to punch in and out every day. Can you imagine that? Yeah, was, was that the one where... Oh, no, that was Jason Kidd that made everyone run fucking... Like injury laps pretty much just trying to fatigue everyone 
Was, oh, was it? Was they didn't get Christmas or something? Yeah, Jason Kidd tried to that take Christmas at, away from the players. That was at the Bucks. I'm pretty when sure. he was yeah when he was yeah. a Bucks coach, and I think. I don't know if it was no. It was, was it Larry Sanders or Serge Barker? Yeah, I don't think no, it was Serge Barker. It was Larry Sanders. He couldn't swim, and Kid threw him in the pool anyway and forced him to swim. Yeah, apparently Larry Sanders was so off Jason Kidd that's pretty much why he retired. Yeah, and then started painting. I haven't seen any of his artwork. I'd assume it's good. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you? Mm. Anyway, that's the Bulls. That's the Bulls. I just uh, I don't really care about like it's it's one of those things. The Bulls being good is good for the NBA. Let's say that because everyone fucking says it. But I don't care if the Bulls are good. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> everyone I, that, like and like anyone anyone that wears a Derrick Rose jersey, a a Bulls Derrick Rose jersey in 2022 is a bum. Sounds and like, I'm not afraid to say that. Sounds like you're targeting I'm targeting one very specific friend of ours who has Derrick Rose jerseys hanging on his wall as a 28-year-old man. Yeah. Well, apparently, Jacob, you're a bum. <laughs> the, um, Shall we move on? Yeah, let's move on to... Let's move on to the beam! The beam. I love the beam! What was that? Nine... Were they... Were they... I read something today. Was it nine and O or six and O since they lit the beam? They are currently... They're six in a row. They beat Cleveland at home, 127-120. Then they beat the Lakers away, 121-14. They beat the Warriors, 122-115 last week. And that's when I came in and I was not very happy about the beam because the beam had been shot against my team. Lol. Um, and then they lit the beam against Brooklyn, where they just beat the shit out of them. That yeah, was the 153-point game. And that was, that was their first like nationally televised game, which is not really important to us, but I, I mean, it's important to, to American fans that... Especially when they hadn't been on national TV for like 10 years. Why would you show Sacramento Kings first? There must have been nothing on that day. I think it, it <laughs> was a tough... So, or maybe it was just like they they put in some like poverty plea of just like, please, we haven't been on TV for the longest time. Would you just broadcast one of our games? Ben Simmons might do something. What, what do you know? And then they go and score 153 points and make everyone look good for putting them on TV. Well, there you go. Turned up. Yep, then they lit the beam against the Spurs, 130-112, and then they lit the beam today, 137-129 to the Pacers. They are giving up a lot of points, but they are also scoring a lot of points. They're fifth in the West right now. Well, I mean, they're, uh, they run really fast basketball. Oh, yeah. It's fun to watch. They um, lead the league. So they are the number one in field goal percentage right now. They're shooting 50.2 across just across the field with all their players. And they are... Scoring 121 points per game, which is leading the league as well. But so they're third and assists. They're moving the ball a lot. They're third and assists. And they're second on offense behind Boston. But looking at that sixth run, the only decent team they beat there is Cleveland. <laughs> and I wouldn't even consider Road Warriors from last week. Yeah, I would. But Road Warriors from today, that's a great team. <laughs> Rockets, man. <laughs> I'm taking what I could get. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, those are. I don't want to take anything away from the beam. The beam is the star here. Oh, look, I'm still... Are you pro-beam or anti-beam? What's your beam status? I don't mind the scooters. <laughs> oh, I hate scooters. I got so ripped off at one of those one time. Oh, my God. I, I didn't realise... That's also purple as well. Purple beam. Purple beam. Maybe it's Sacramento. Is this niche? Yes. Um, I travelled from my work to a house party in New Farm. 
which is like one suburb away. But what I didn't realize, because I thought I can go around this like loop of footpaths around the city, mm-hmm. like you know that whole the slow. There's slow bits in it. There's slow bits, and they they restrict the scooter to 10k mm-hmm. an hour, and I could be flying. And at one point, I was flying, and I almost clipped this woman. <laughs> Maybe that's why they put these restrictions. In and there. I did not, and I will not pay damages. Um, but it cost me like 25 bucks to go 5k when I could have got a bus for free. So you know, not I'm I'm an, I'm pro enjoy- beam. Oh, I had the best time. Yeah, I was having so much fun. It's all about the fun, I yeah. think. I kept my helmet on. I was a good boy. Put my he- But I did put my headphones in, so I couldn't hear anything. And I was just going, zoom. Probably why you almost hit the woman. Oh, I was... I have this thing. I, um... If my brain... If I'm thinking, like, don't do this, don't do this, I'm guaranteed to do it. So, like, years ago, I was, I was drinking a cup of tea, and I was working on my laptop, and I went, don't spill the tea on the laptop. Bang. New laptop. And I was going through Eagle Street Pier, which is a very packed walkway in Brisbane. And I was just looking at all this crowd and I'm going, fuck, don't hit anyone. Please don't hit anyone. And then I just felt myself <laughs> veer towards this woman. And I did manage to correct it. But I mean, honestly, I would have taken her. I was going like 34k an hour. I would have just cleaned her up and then just got up and kept going. Bad guy. Anyway, um, the beam, when it first came out, was such a, like, Sacramento thing. It was like, you guys are going to shoot off a laser into the sky whenever you win, and you're a terrible franchise that has never done anything good for the yeah, past well, decade. Yeah, that beam, we didn't, no one would have thought it would have been getting a workout. No, no, it, it was a very, like, it was almost like a, a net zero 2040 target of just, like, we're just never going to light this beam. Look at how much electricity we're not using. <laughs> but now, they set the beam off with, like, 40 seconds to go in today's game. They were at the line and the whole stadium was just chanting, light the beam, Fuck light yeah. the beam. Well, <laughs> and I, that's cool. It's giving people hope in Sacramento, which I hasn't mean, been there for a long time. I'm happy that their fans are happy because they've had a very tough time. Yeah. And this is a good team. I like these players. I really like, I've always liked Fox, um, but Fox has had a couple of down years and it kind of looked like he would never reach his potential. But I mean, man, he's quick. He's so fast. I would still have kept Halliburton over him. I'm... Well, Sabonis is doing a lot of good things for them. And that, that Sabonis-Halliburton uh, trade is kind of... In the moment, it was like, that's so dumb. That's such a king's move. Mm. And it still feels like, you know, you, you look at Halliburton and what he's doing, you're like, man, that'd be great. That would be great at the Kings. But Sabonis is really... He's really playing well. Well, if they want to win now, it's a better, better move for them. But at the time, everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're not going to win now. Well, what's weird about Sabonis is like no one's playing or like very few teams play big centers. Like there's probably in a league of 30, there's 10 in the league of like truly good big centers. So a lot of the time Sabonis is he's undersized himself, but he's coming up against other undersized guys and he's stronger and he's better at rebounding than nearly all of them. So he's just killing people on the glass. Yeah. Good, good distributor as well. Yeah. Really underrated passer. You know, comes from the, obviously his dad was like legendary passer not that anyone ever ever, anyone ever saw it because he was stuck in the Soviet Union but it's kind of anytime he does something good it's like oh it's like his dad that we don't know anything about (laughs) but he came to the league like broken and still threw like ridiculous passes in his 40s yeah so you know I like the Kings everything is cool there Malik Monk is wearing a band-aid that's cool ejected today he got ejected today for taunting Killian Hayes who Man, he's having a tough career, Killian. But um, I don't like... Oh, the ejections and refereeing right now are pretty fucking rough, hey? Yeah, I saw the ejection. 
And to be fair, it I when I first saw it, I thought it was a straight ejection because I only saw it on replay, and I was like, "That's not a straight ejection. Probably a one tech." And then did a bit of reading, and some dude w- on in the comments was like, well, "You're a fucking idiot. You know nothing about basketball." That was his second, and I was like, "Yes, I am that." Oh, okay. Idiot. <laughs> I didn't realize it was his second. I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes okay. sense." Okay, I, I, because I think that's that's tech worthy to stand and taunt directly into the guy that you've just dunked on. Yeah. It is very cool, but it's also tech worthy. Yeah, hundred percent. So. It was a tech, and it was a second tech, and I was like, "Yeah, fair enough." Everyone's blowing up about the refereeing, but probably don't that, shove yeah. the guy that you just dunked on. Yeah. How did you feel about? I think it was pretty justified to um, detect Jason Tatum for his unjustified, aggressive, and honestly, just out of line clapping. I could not believe that man clapped in an NBA oh, game. Oh, that was... Near a referee that, after they made a decision. That was funny as. Oh, that was the worst take. It's I've out of control. Seen. That's out of control behavior. Look, honestly... Callum, I won't have it. <laughs> it was the worst tech. It, he didn't even look at the referee. He clapped and looked <laughs> the other way. He just clapped. And then he's like... And then in in reverse, I was watching the... Um, was it Jazz Suns game? And Mike Connolly jumped and stamped the floor three times at yeah. a referee. No tech. I remember that. And Booker was immediately calling for the tech. Yeah, I was like, where's the consistency yeah. here? For what it's worth, Tatum's uh, tech was rescinded. So the... The, and they won that game anyway. So, at the end of the day, it didn't cost too much apart from just embarrassment to the league and yeah. their referees. Like, Jesus Christ, you want to be respected by the players. Because yeah. that, like, a, you know... If he'd gone up and clapped three times and, like, looked at the ref, then... Sh- I can understand that. But he just... He literally was like... It was... I don't even remember if it was a foul or not, but I feel like even if it was, like, you being like, damn, and clapping yeah, isn't... I think that's pretty reasonable. He also wasn't looking at the ref. It no. wasn't, like, anything but one clap. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. It was no. so... That's, that's like, all-time bad refereeing calls. Like, it goes up there with... Um, Rashid Wallace being teched for looking at the referee. Oh, no. But, that, but like, that if Rashid was... Wallace looked at me that way, I would do everything within my power to get him away from me. Yeah, in all fairness, Rashid Wallace looked like he was going to kill someone when he was staring at that ref. I feel like me being threatened by Rashid Wallace, malice in the palace, I'm getting him out of the fucking arena. Yeah, and then there's, of course, the famous um, Tim Duncan ejected for laughing. Oh, yeah, and he wasn't even playing that game, was he? He was... No, I think he was on the he was on the bench. He was in. Um, I feel like he was, he was off. playing clothes though. No, maybe I don't know. I can't remember it that well. Uh, yeah, my my remem- Tim memory is pretty good. I can remember him. I remember the tech of him laughing on the bench yeah. and getting ejected. <laughs> I can't remember if he. Oh, did he get a tech or ejected? He got ejected because the bench got a tech, and then he was laughing about the fact that the bench had got a tech, and somehow that counted to him being kicked out of the game. Sick, love it. Anyway, that's a game from like 2004. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy a bit of... Just like, reflecting with D's and Cal about <laughs> Tim Duncan. Um, that's a whole other series. That's like a 14-part series of me just... Oh, Tim. Oh, Tim Duncan. Tim was the best. I do love Tim Duncan. For the record, Tim is my favourite non-Steph Curry player. So second favourite player. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you could have said. Uh, Steph's kind of 1 through 10. <laughs> um, um, jazz. Still great. Still really good. I... I they, I they beat Portland, was it? They beat Portland yesterday. And they beat Suns the day before. I will I, caveat that caveat that with Suns missing so many dudes right now. Yeah, but I don't... 
that game well. was the most fucked thing I've ever seen. The shot making by the Jazz was <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the Suns were still in the game. Yeah. I was Devin Booker. What my, do you have? Forty seven or forty nine? My God, he was on fire. Yeah. Um I love watching Devin He's so smooth, man. We sang his praises last week and we'll sing him again because fuck so me, he plays so well. But Laurie was fucked. You know Laurie only had four points in that fourth quarter? Yeah, he had 16 in the third though. <laughs> yeah, it was. But his two, like the two buckets that he had was so crucial. So the first was like the one where he went up, faked the screen to Conley and then kind of faked the screen on the in the corner and then just did like, turned around completely, no one guarding him and he goes straight up for the dunk. The and then the second, second one was the turnaround on Booker. That also was fantastic defense. Yeah, that shot was insane. Double, they doubled him, then leaked off for the pass. Mm. He had to shoot what it would have been like maybe a step or two inside the three, and had to do it. And turn, the clock was running down. Turn around, fade or in Devin Booker's face, mm. pretty much for the win. That was yeah, well, that that was the game-winning shot because after that it turned into a foul game. Yeah, that was a. Um, another multi-killer for me. Uh, yeah, no, you showed me that one. It was like every leg except Suns win yeah. one. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. I loved that shot. Mate, it was, was like, oh, even the shot before that, he, Clarkson had Mikel Bridges on him. Yeah. Mikel might be the best defender in the league. Yeah, he's definitely, if he's not, he's definitely the best guard defender. He's so... It's like him, Lou Dort, probably Holiday. a gap. Oh yeah, Drew, sorry. How did I forget Drew? Um, yeah, but like they're the, like the top three and then there's a bit of a gap. Marcus Smart. Okay, throw Marcus Smart in there. I'm just remembering names now. Let's, let's not... Yeah. <laughs> Tony Allen. We're going back to reminiscing with... Tim Duncan! <laughs> <laughs> but no, Jordan Clarkson is playing really, really well. And I did want to spotlight Jordan because I think you might agree with me, Cal, that he is a, a, like a sneaky favorite player of mine. I think he might be of yours. He's also just a very hot boy. I love Jordan Clarkson until he did me dirty on a multi. Now, yeah. Now I hate him. But like, look, that's most of the league for me. Yeah, exactly. You just, <laughs> you seem to not be able to pick anything. <laughs> well, in all fairness, I only had two wrong picks in about 15 legs on the weekend. Yeah. And, and the Giannis <laughs> and the Suns win. Well, Clarkson is averaging 18.6 points per game, 3.9 rebounds and 4.6 assists. With a 43-37-84% split on 30 minutes a game. So, like, for 30 minutes a game, you, oh, you know, you're getting 20 points. Call it, I mean, it's 18, but call it 20. But the shots that he's making are just absurd. Like, Well, I mean, he, he takes hard shots. It's not, like, a lot of the players that put up, like, 50-40-90, unless you're, I guess, Steph Curry or, like, the very elite level, mm. you're normally kind of... I guess the guy that gets the ball open if you're doing the 50-40-90. Yeah, yeah. You're like a Malcolm Brogdon type where it's like the offense, you, you start the offense and then you might finish it when you've put it through two or three different players and, yeah. the, and the defense has forgotten about you. Yeah. So he those are impressive numbers considering he's carrying quite a heavy load. There was a story that came, I think it was, Zach Lowe told it on his podcast and Zach Lowe, obviously, great friend of ours. We talk to Zach most days. Yeah. Um, best friend. Best friend. And he was talking After to... After Woj, obviously. Oh, I don't like to talk to Woj because he kind of just... He just reveals all my secrets. And he was talking to Joe Ingalls. And Joe... Joe Ingalls told him that when, when he arrived... When Clarkson arrived in Utah, he went to Ingalls and said, if there's a shot at the end of the shot clock 
and it, like there's no options just give it to me i want that shot he loves taking those like super contested like half a second on the shot clock like random threes that's his bread and butter well he he reminds me of yourself obviously yeah you my... two have the same game exactly um uh who was the goat that played in the, the clippers as the six man for oh lou williams no not lou williams i love lou williams lou williams was a ridiculous shot maker um, best like handle in the game almost at the time how how am i blanking on this which team is this like which clippers team uh he played with the cp3 blake griffin oh my god i'm like crawford oh yeah he he's like a a jamal jamal crawford kind of yeah that's that's they're very much of the same school Mm. i Um, mean not as good a handle as jamal but i'm gonna say this completely without research but if um because jamal crawford's from seattle and that's like the kind of everyone talks about like the seattle basketball is very like individual shot making Mm. um very fancy handles Jordan Clarkson was from Seattle. I thought he was from the Philippines. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said I was saying this with no research. <laughs> you heard, I'm reporting. Well, I mean, maybe he was born in... But I th- uh, well, you know. I know he plays for the Philippines. He, Yeah, he does. Okay. Well, you know. There you go. I'll take that on, on notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else we got, Joe? We got... Oh, uh, the Celtics are on a nine-game run, but... They don't have a beam. Yeah, Very not, not few beams. Don't care. You know, whatever. Celtics have the best offense of the league. Jason Tatum's probably... He's top three MVP for sure. He might even be the MVP. But, you know, they're just winning. What are you supposed to say? They're winning. They're yeah. on a nine-game streak. Giannis or Tatum, probably... I just can't see Giannis not getting it. But after his free throw shooting the other night, he's not my MVP. Well, he did lose one. Yeah, he did lose. Tatum hasn't lost for a while. Mm. They're, um, yeah, no, they're really rolling. And it's just, <laughs> the Marcus Smart's got a, he's got an ankle injury. He's kind of in and out. But it's so deep, man. Though. Oh, you it's put, just ridiculous. You throw Brogdon on for Marcus Smart. It's like, what do you lose? You I really, mean, you lose a bit of defense. Yeah. A lot of defense. But you probably get a better facilitator. So it's yeah. like, you're and not, yeah, I don't think he's not a bad defender. No. no so not. you're not losing a whole lot. Um, I mean, depending on your offense as well, a lot of teams would start Brogdon over him, I feel. It's just that their offense is so good, you probably don't need it. Mm. Well, their offense is best in the league. They shoot a shit ton of threes. They make a shit ton of threes. Um, They're just... (laughs) I don't know. Do we have have any jokes about this? No. They're just really good. They keep winning games. Mm. I would love some dysfunction. But they don't have any. They're just fucking playing well. Joe Mazzula is a good coach. No one knew about him a year ago. Yeah, I mean, great coach. The as as we've said before, inherited one of the best teams in basketball. But look, he's they haven't imploded under him. If anything, they're thriving. So. I mean, he did come in in a very weird situation. Did you have a theory about Emo Doka's um, contract being torn up by the league? His Brooklyn, his I potential think, Brooklyn deal. You think I that was feel, disrupted? I think it was just a bad look for the league. Yeah, I think that it got vetoed literally because it was just. Do you think one person thought about it and were like, oh, wait, that's an awful decision? Awful decision to hire or not hire? To hire. They were like, oh, we're in the midst of a very bad PR crisis. Let's get a, P- a coach who's having his own PR crisis. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was... Didn't um, Silver veto it? 
I have. Is this an exclusive report? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I ma- I thought I read that, but I could be wrong. I thought I heard he vetoed it, but I could 100 percent be wrong. Who did you hear that from? Was it the guy in the corner who sells poetry for a dollar? It was probably the guy that thinks that Jamal Crawford. Oh, not Jamal Crawford. <laughs> Jamal. Jordan Clarkson's, Jordan from, Clarkson's Seattle. from Seattle. Yeah, no, we'll just spread misinformation I, at this point. Yeah. I think it was that guy. Yeah. Um, I think I read a report, but I'm also stupid. So, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> there could be some more misinformation. Um, I think in terms of NBA conspiracy theories going on right now, uh, Udoka's contract being intervened by the league is probably on the low scale of conspiracy. Very low, but I, geez, I think it's just a bad look if... Because it's still under investigation, isn't it? Or is it? No, no. He's um. They uh, they did their investigation. I know that they. Or maybe the league is doing some kind of investigation. What was the outcome of it? Because I know that he fiddled with a uh, a lady in the organization. He um. Um, But what? uh, Was it like non-consensual, or what was the go there? There was a point where, before that, it was a consensual relationship, as far as I remember. But there was a point where, prior to the commencement of the relationship, he used some language which was like disrespectful or, you know, not appropriate for a, a head coach to tell someone within their coaching ranks or within the staff. So, so they're kind of saying it's like a power move or something, or yeah, like a power move. But he probably said something like real, like neckbeardy. Yeah, but like then it was consensual afterwards, so it seemed to have worked. Yeah. Well, the. As- as I remember it, the Celtics did their internal investigation and had some some law firm go through and, and review everything, but the league might be doing something different from Interesting. That. Yeah. The um But yeah, off off that topic, where are we going now, Joe? Uh we're going to the trade block because the trade block has been starting to get some activity. And there's a few guys we already spoke about Jay Crowder last week. Apparently there was a deal that reached the eleventh hour but didn't make it last week. What is Jay Crowder worth? I think Jay Crowder's worth... I, I think Jay Crowder is worth a bit to the right team. Quite a bit to the right team. Like, if you're looking at Phoenix right now with, with some of the... No, sorry. If you're looking at Phoenix right now, they need... They probably need a bit more bench strength. And you could get maybe two good bench guys for Crowder, I think. Or just one quite good six-man level player for Crowder. Mm. And I, it's look, like... I like Crowder, but... the. I feel like his value is probably not high enough to get something that's going to be life-changing. I know it's not... I think he can be that for another team, but I don't think he can bring something back for Phoenix, which is really going to make them better than... Like, Phoenix are already one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Is it really going to change their fortune so drastically? I don't think you're going to get anything as good as he should be for them. Yeah. Because Uh, no one's going to pay top dollar for that, and... I don't know. The only other thing I could see is someone else who's disgruntled, but maybe not been as publicly disgruntled. Yeah. And we're going to get guys that are disgruntled pretty soon. But I would fucking... Like, Jay Crowder is a is a good player. I don't know why the fuck he wants out of the Suns. Yeah. It's kind of like... If he says he wants to play for a contender, like, he can. Yeah. Just go and play. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, uh, he's a good player, and he should be getting minutes and he will get minutes on most oh, teams he, he will get minutes right now so it, that's a weird Sun, situation the Suns are a contender yeah. so it's not like I'm at the end of my career I want to go somewhere good mm. it's like you are somewhere good bro yeah it's weird um, 
Another name on the trade block has been Grayson Allen, a.k.a. Darth Grayson from the Bucks. The Bucks are apparently looking to upgrade their corner three-point shooter, which is kind of the role that, that Allen plays. He's a bit of a... He's a 3 and D guy. Um, he's, he had a really hot start to the to the year from three last year, but he kind of faded. And this year he's been pretty middle of the pack, hasn't been lighting the world on fire from deep. But that happens with your bench players. They go through ebbs and flows. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, like, Allen is definitely... And that, that kind of, like, your 2-3 spot, if you know, depending on what... If Giannis is playing the 4 or the 5, that's something that fi- that um, the Bucks can improve on, for sure. I just don't know exactly what? who's out there that you would... I don't know what you can get for Grayson Allen that's going to be better than Grayson Allen. Well, you can Have get you a better bloke. <laughs> oh, for sure. And that that's why he's... They're probably... Yeah, they're just like, we're sick of you fucking tripping people, just being a weird dude. I just... Like, yeah. I'm not a huge Grayson Allen guy in the first place. I think um, he's done some pretty horrific things on the basketball court. Um, and this season, you know, he's he's actually having his best shooting shooting year so far. He's shooting 42% from three. That's so what I said earlier was wrong. And he's scoring, he's scoring 10 points a game. But, like, it's early. He's not taking that many shots. But you've got a 10-point-a-game scorer who you can sell as like, oh, he's a 3 and D guy and he's shooting quite well. Sell higher Grayson Allen right now. All right. I'll um, I'll draw something up. Jay Crowder for Drake. Yes, yeah, send it Grayson in. Allen. Oh, I'll, I'll call um, Shams. Let's anyway, get it done. The next guy is uh, John Collins. Saw he... Suns have interest in him, apparently. John Collins is a strange player because he's got his strengths and he's, but he's definitely got his weaknesses too. And his weaknesses, they do... I think they could be effort-based. Like, defensively, he just gives up on players all the time, but so does everyone else in Atlanta most of the time. They've been playing well recently, actually. But, like, Collins is very... He needs the offense to run a certain way that suits him. And I don't think the way that Atlanta intend to run their offense the rest of the year with Murray and Trey does much for for Collins. So, where... So, if you're the Suns, which there has been rumors around the Suns... Yeah. What would you give? Gee. The problem is, he's on pretty big coin too. So you've got to match the bickies, which is another word for coin. And I don't think I don't think Crowder gets you all the way. And I don't think Atlanta have much interest in Crowder. Because well, Crowder is not John Collins. No, but he's, he's out of the way. Where Collins is kind of in the way at the moment. Especially when, like, Collins can shoot threes, but he's not, a, he's not always outside the outside the arc but like Capella Capella's inside the arc all the time you don't want another guy in there crowding the lane Crowder sits in the corner so Suns aren't going to have a good first round pick this year because they're going to be good no absolutely not could you give Crowder and a first rounder or is that too much I wouldn't give a first rounder for Crowder I'd give sorry no for Collins of Collins so you go because they're they're going to be in yeah I suppose because I mean at, when you're Phoenix you what's really the difference between your first rounder this year and a second rounder who's like Phoenix? you're you're drafting at the end anyway who's Phoenix starting at the PF at the moment does Bridges start there no Bridges starts at three I know but it's campaign Booker Bridges Aiton and then I can't think off the top of my head who Sarich came back the other day but I wouldn't be starting him no and you know that's Sarich is going to take a bit of time to come it's, back. He's had some pretty catastrophic injuries. Wasn't 
was Jay Crowder starting at PF last year? He was at times when they were playing small, especially. Mm. Um, let me find their roster from the Sun from the Utah game. You prob oh, you probably need almost the. They're starting Tory Craig. Tory Craig was their power Dude, forward. He was fucking good on the. Wing. I he's really, I'm a, a I'm a big Tory Craig guy. I really, really like his game. He's a hustle boy. Um, his stats are never going to show how good no, a player he is. Never. Um, but I like him. He's one of those um Denver offcasts. Of just like, do you remember that bubble team that Denver had that was, I mean, it was mostly Jokic and Murray, but there was also like, Monte Morris had some really good games and Malik Beasley was, I think he'd been traded by that point, but he was around the franchise at the time. And so was Torrey Craig. And it was just like, where are these guys coming from that Denver just keep picking up on? Yeah. I've been a big Torrey Craig guy for a while. Really so, like his game. So looking at their depth chart, they have him starting there even with all their injuries. Yeah, Torrey Craig's He's a great player. I mean, he's undersized for a four. For sure. Um, so, Collins could fill that spot. I mean... Well, yeah. I mean, would you go... Do you think Tory Craig and Crowder is enough for Collins? I would say probably not. Probably not. I don't think the, I don't, I don't think the salaries would match either. You'd probably have to throw some more in. Mm. And look, you can always throw you know, stuff in at the back, but... Anyway, speculation. Yeah, I, I think that makes Atlanta better, though. Makes Atlanta... Um, Crowder and Craig yeah gives them some more defensive presence mm. um, next guy on the list on the trade block is another Atlanta player it's Bogdan Bogdanovich who had knee surgery in May and is yet to return to the court but he's another guy that's kind of being phased out in this new offense like does he like I think he could be a good six man when he comes back um, yeah does he want out or do Atlanta want him out I think Atlanta want him out. I don't think there's been anything. So no, they're, they're just I shopping think, him. Yeah, and you know he's a great ball handler. He's there. Were, there were periods over the last year when Trey was out, where he took over ball handling duties, and he was averaging like twelve assists a game. Like he's a really good offensive player. He's a great shooter, um, which you can assume from the surname. But he's a, he's a good point guard as well. He's a really good point guard. So I'd be I'd be interested to see what team what teams do once he comes back because no one wants to trade for him right now no especially like he's coming off a knee you want to see how that holds up and if he can play you know 10 games do you know when he's back there's no date set yet so you know once he's got maybe 10 games under his belt teams might come knocking there you go yeah and the last guy the last guy is Bojan Bogdanovic who's at the Pistons now he signed a new deal as part of his move to the Pistons so I don't think he's trade eligible until either December 10 or January 10. I've, it's different depending on how you signed your deal. Um, but there's already a bit of attention around him possibly being available. Well, I mean, they're not going to do anything. He can definitely help a team with his shooting. Oh, yeah. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. He's a good defender. Not great, but good. He's got plenty of experience in playoffs and so on. I think a lot of teams would be interested for the right price. Mm. And I don't think it'll cost you all that much to get him out of Detroit. They don't care. What do you... Yeah, I don't... The, I think there's going to be a lot of... I don't think it's it's two, going to happen immediately. Out of dirty. Just send him... <laughs> send, send him to Detroit. Send him to Detroit. Here's your trade request. See ya. That would be so funny. Oh, uh, I think it's going to be probably closer to the end of the season if he moves at all. Uh, or like closer to the trade deadline, sorry. And it might be... like Keep an eye on the Mavs. He'd be a really good Mavs player. Well, they and love, I think they love their Europeans. They do. And they're, you know, there's a few guys that they might be falling out of love with by, um, by March. 
Yeah. And then Eric Gordon is another guy who's always around in the rumors, but never actually never actually does anything. I thought he was a really big trade candidate last season, but he sat out the deadline and, and wasn't traded. I love Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's a great player. Um, he could do a lot for a lot of teams. Yeah. Just fucking kind of dying on the Rockets. Though. Yeah, right now he's just watching the... <laughs> This was a few games ago. I think this was maybe the first or second week of the season. And Jalen Green and Jabari Smith got to fight. Like, they were yelling at each other on the bench. And there was all this footage of just Eric Gordon sitting completely motionless, no expression on his face, just watching it happen. Yeah, well, who, if you're fucking <laughs> Eric Gordon, what, how old's Eric now? He'd be fucking... I think he's... Like, at least 30. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Like, he doesn't want to be on that Rockets rebuild. No, but he, he has been. Like, he had the opportunity to get out last year and he didn't... He didn't take it. It's it's a bit of a weird situation. Eric is... Oh, no. I can't read. I don't know. 30. Oh, Call it 30. Jordan Clarkson's from Seattle. Yep. Bing, bing bong. Bing bong. Um, and oh, I wanted to make some apologies um, from things I said wrong last episode. Yeah. Uh, Basquiat, the inspiration for the Nets jerseys, he died from a drug overdose. I said that he died from AIDS. I did also caveat that with maybe Keith Herring died from AIDS. Keith Herring did die from AIDS. So, wasn't technically wrong, but was wrong. <laughs> um, many of the jerseys that we said were boring have, like, meaningful inspirations behind them. Like, uh, Phoenix's jersey were just like, eh, whatever. It's, like, all Native American inspired. Yeah, I did see that, but still, yeah, whatever. And then the Bucks jersey were just like, it's blue. It's, like, inspired by, like, some historically black neighborhood in New York, in Milwaukee which is a cool and good thing that they're designing a jersey for them we didn't know that should we have looked it up before we spoke about it for minutes and recorded it no but does that make it more aesthetically pleasing no we were purely looking at it like monkeys we were like yeah is good or bad yeah yeah like yeah maybe we shouldn't have said the things we said but like realistically aesthetics wise I hold it yeah look at the end of the day I refuse to apologise and I never will moving on <laughs> Uh, Shea Gilchrist-Alexander is like the fifth best player in the league right now. Would you trade him for anything at did all? Did I say anything dumb last week? Surely I did. Uh, a couple of things. I took him out of the edit. Well, no. <laughs> I, I want to know. I, I've surely said a lot of dumb things. But look. Uh, you know, just, just DM me on Instagram and just let us know. Timestamp, you know. Yeah, if you could. And then um, just send it to me in a DM and then I'll go tell you to fuck yourself. But um, I have... Oh, yeah. No, I, I'll tell you off air. What did I do? No, 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 no. It wasn't anything to do with you. But I'm just kind of like, I, I'm in, you know, efforts to promote the Instagram page, gain more followers. Um, cracked 200 followers this week. So, you know, big, yeah, big week for TBC. Um, That's a good job. Now at 2.30 or so. That's um, So well shout done. out. Well done. Shout out to, I mean, me, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've set notifications on for every time the NBA posts mm. and I just post like, rag hot takes in that and just get reactions out of people fuck yeah and it's so funny because like I don't understand a lot of the things that like Americans say they'll be like oh he heated like is that good I really don't know um I would say he heated would mean that you're angry I think so I don't know I just respond to everything and just like fight people I I, I just fight people. I enjoy internet arguments like it's a really toxic part of my personality and now I have a public profile that is doesn't display my face or my personal information and i pretend to be 
well you know obviously i'm a legitimate basketball journalist website i have sources and i everything that i've ever published is completely true and well sourced and then then you let me be your co-host yeah you know (laughs) and uh then i just get in fights with people on the internet (laughs) because they think that i'm they're like oh this this is like a reporting page then they look and i'm like making fun of montrez harold yeah. And then they just go in the comments. Some guy was in the comments the other, like this morning being like, oh, Montrell's, uh, Montrez has got you in your feelings. Like, I'm not in my feelings. I just don't like the guy. I've never liked the guy. Maybe that is my feelings. Oh, well, existential crisis. I have I one of those every day. I feel like that's the feelings. That might be my feelings. Are you okay, Joe? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's round this out with a bit of non-basketball... Obviously, the World Cup in... Wait up, before we Oh, no, this, sorry. I, I've interrupted you. We're going to... It's multi-time. Multi-time. Sorry. We're, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a multi on about... We're going to say three to five of the next day's games. Yeah. And we're going to let you know how we go. And, and I'm going to pick them on air right now with Mr. Joseph. And, of course, we present ourselves as experts i'd say we're, we're, we're experts in the nba and that's why we're talking to you now as as we, and you're getting our expert opinions but so these are all like guaranteed hitters yeah i'd say so look in all fairness i normally never bet on results because the nba is you're a stats fucked, guy yeah but i normally bet on players stats mm. but we're gonna give it a go let's, let's do some results we'll, right, we'll do we some, can do stats next week we can well the thing is, you can't do stats until like... Oh, yeah, you can't do it until the morning, hey? Yeah, so yeah. that's why we can't give you the stats ones. But okay. I can also let you guys know how I go on my stats bets, just for a bit of shiggles. But we're going to let you know how far we go down. Sorry, how far we go up on all these bets. <laughs> You're already predicting we'll lose. Yeah, 100%. I don't I don't win multis. No, no, that's it's. Although I that's did, not the point. I did you win did win one. one. I did win one last week. Well done. 150 bucks. Whoa! Yeah, boy. How much did you lose last week? Uh, don't worry about that don't yeah, shut up Joe <laughs> fucking fuck if no, any if like any gambling company would like to sponsor us we will take your blood money a hundred percent if you give me free uh, we, you don't need free to bonuses. give us money just give us bonus bets yeah love um, a bonus uh, but in all fairness I think I only lost like mm, 30 bucks last week <laughs> did you just rewind a VCR mm. <laughs> your thought process <laughs> um all right, let's quick hits. Okay, so Cavs Atlanta tomorrow. It's in Cleveland. I would lean Cavs. Yeah, Cavs. Right. Cavs in. Next one, Orlando Pacers. It's at. Do you want to touch that? Nah, nah. That's a that's a that's a game uh, fraught with misery. Well, it's also Indiana a dollar thirty six. Nah, that's that's not good value it's, for a team that can just not, lose games. No. Bulls, um, Celtics, no, nah, no odds no, on that. Miami Timberwolves. I would say we go Timberwolves. They're they're just a they're on a weird run at the moment. Well, the thing is, Miami's so riddled. Yeah, they are and crippled like, with the, We we saw caveat saw Lowry fucking put on a clinic. Oh, he played such a good game. Twenty five point tripped up. He just was fucking outstanding. I think he played like fifty something minutes that game because it went to double OT. Yeah. Oh my god, I was creaming. For an old man. I was, was creaming myself over that big booty. Anyway, oh, yeah. I think we go... I think yeah, take the T-Wolves. can go on that. Um, Golden take- State at Pelicans. Why are Golden State paying 280? Second night of a back-to-back. 
Yeah, so no Clay. So Clay's not playing. No, they're on the road, so they're not doing well. <laughs> no, but um, 280 still feels like good value. Yeah, and the, the Pelicans have been pretty inconsistent. They haven't played for a little while, though. I think they're coming off some good rest. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. They played last on... Well, they didn't play Sunday. They haven't played for like three days. So Clay doesn't play back-to-backs. Is there anyone no. else out? Um, Wiseman's in the D-League. Yeah. Or G League, sorry. What's it called? G League? Well, he's in the the D League for me. The absolute dunce league. (laughs) He's in the uh, bad pick league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I'd stay away from that because the Pelicans, you don't know who's going to show up. But the Warriors, you know, they're coming off a a big win on the road. Their first road win. But they are, you know, there's a few guys missing. All right. We ride in that hot hand of... Actually, no. 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 I can't come here and praise Steph Curry for everything he ever does every week and not put it on. Put on the dubs. Oh, Come on. You know, I, I just completely flipped it myself. I all right, like look, that. we can't come here and just pick all favourites. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck um, favourite. Thunder. Then, let's go one more out of these last fixtures. So, Boston at Bulls. Nah, shit odds. $1. forty though, for a team that we just said oh. shit. Oh, $1. forty for the Celtics. Oh, yeah, throw that, throw that in. That's a good leg. Um... And then New I York, think, OKC. Take the thunder. Don't no, want to touch. No, take the thunder in that. That's at OKC. They just beat the shit out of them. They scored 145 points on them in in at, regular time at Madison Square Garden. And Weepix kid had a triple double, plus Shea coming off a bad game and a day's rest. Day's rest. All right. Yeah. Fuck it. And um, then Jazz. Why are Portland 410? There's got to be a lot of outs. There has got to be a lot of outs. Oh, injury report. Yeah, Lillard. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Um, and then Utah at Clippers. Yep. But Utah Take the played, Jazz. Utah played today, didn't they? No. Any outs? Conley, maybe. Conley. Oh, Connolly's. Yeah, two. Conley's ankle looked like that was like a knee slash ankle. It looked He's bad. He's playing some. Decent uh, Paul life. George is out. What? Paul George and Luke Kennard are out. Oh, so, but Kawhi's playing. Kawhi will play, but he's... I mean, he's on a minutes restriction. Why is that too... That seems way too good. For the second best team in the West? Best team in the West. They're leading... Then why are they playing 12 6 Fuck it. That's... that's All right, there's a, there's a hot tip for anyone who listens to this before tip-off on Wednesday. That's a massive price for the Jazz. Yeah, dude. That seems absurd. And so Connolly's the only one out. Connolly's the only one out. And PG and Luke Kennard, who's shooting... Absurd from three. Okay, so I we can power play this to forty one dollars. Oh, absolutely. Jesus. All so right. so tell me tell me the legs again. Alright, so we got Cleveland um at Atlanta. Oh sorry, Atlanta at Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland to win. Yep, Cleveland to win. Yeah. Minnesota. Um Miami are at Minnesota. And Minnesota to win? Yep. Golden State. I'll say who first and then i'll go okay yeah so golden state then we got it's golden state at new orleans Mm -hmm. boston celtics and then they're at chicago bulls Ah, that doesn't make any difference okc um and that's new york at okc and then jazz at clippers we got the jazz yeah i like that So that's paying 42 dollars. the only thing i really don't like is the golden state but i will ride with you yeah, look, I can't, I can't sit here in good conscience and and betray I'll, my boys. I'll, I'll let this happen once. Also, I will tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, when Clay rests, pool starts. 
and pools when Ballman started. Pools averaging like thirty when he starts and like two when he's off the bench. So right. I will put Golden State in this one. If this happens, I'll give you two strikes. Two strikes of two just strikes. Homer calls. Two strikes if they're severe underdogs. Yeah. And then you're out. Okay. That's fair. The bet I mean, you come on my podcast and you tell me what to do. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what to do in the bedroom as well. That's okay. Um, all right. So that's placed. That's, that's uh, this week's multi-mega madness. We'll let you know how it goes. Name pending. If um, if for some brought reason, to you by, please give us some money. If um, these things start actually doing well, which they're not going to, but if mm. they do, and um, you want them, and you don't have enough time to get to this point before the game start, you can DM me. Yeah. Um. Or just the or main page, and I'll. I'll oh pass yeah, you can here, DM yeah. the the page, and yes. we'll give them to you. Norm, it would be, would that be Monday night games in. America or Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Yeah, Tuesday morning, midday in, games in, in, America, Australia. in Australia. Cool. Cool. Well, let's close off with some, not basketball, the World Cup in Qatar, aka the Blood Money World Cup. Have you watched any games yet? Because uh, you're, you're a big football boy. You're a Rabble guy. I am a huge football fan. Um, I'm just around lots of sports, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> bit of, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> you do well. Um, I actually I know nothing about no. football at the moment. I, I've I've fallen off. Normally around the World Cup, I'll pick it back up and try and you know figure out who's good and, and what players are. I honestly I'm still like Messi Ronaldo. Like that's my level of knowledge. And I think like those dudes are like forty now. So yeah, they're getting old. Messi's still pretty decent. All right, cool. Ronaldo had a had a bit of controversy. He's I... he pretty much asked out of Man United in a public interview cool. and then took a huge shit on them. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I think you. I think it's pretty disrespectful at the twilight of either the first or second best player ever. We can have that debate another time. Benching him in the twilight of his career, like either play him or let him fucking go. Yeah, like you can't just sit him on the bench. At at this point in his his career, he's kind of like a zoo animal. It's just like you just come to see him. It doesn't matter what he does. It's just like, oh my god, yeah, he's there. Yeah, well, even. Like, if he goes to fucking LA Galaxy or wherever the fuck yeah, he goes... go and score 50 goals. Who cares? Just, like, if anyone that wants to see him just being, oh my God, I got to see Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, yeah. that will be a centerpiece of a lot of people's, like, yeah, lives. Exactly. It's like, oh, I got to see one of the best yeah. players ever. I got to see Darren Lockyer. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, there was a bit of controversy. Three weeks, first Darren Lockyer mentioned. Oh, Jesus. Honestly, I didn't think I'd last three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't last three minutes with him either. Oh. No. <laughs> he um, kept going there because he had the... Yeah, that boy liked Allegedly. It. No, 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 no. He just had a sinus problem. You know what? The the multi actually paid over a bit. So um, I'll hit up Darren after that gets up. Um, anyway. Qatar. <laughs> Qatar. Um, you can't do any of that there. Um, you can't even drink beers. No. Did you, you see the photo of people had like these like silicon can covers that were they made out to be like a can of coke but they'd put beers inside yeah boy respect that but i mean not honestly death penalty death penalty like fuck me i love a beer but i do i would like to live the next day after a beer which is sometimes a chance you take when you drink when you're on the beers but not like public execution style it's more like walking in a traffic style but um yeah speaking of 
there was a game this morning. Um, didn't get up. Who the fuck gives about guitar playing Ecuador? There First was, home nation to lose their opening game, though. They were. Um, there was also a bit of controversy. The first goal that got disallowed by, from Ecuador um, got called offside. Yeah. I still don't understand. <laughs> like, I've watched this... Re- As Joe said, big football fan. I've played football since I was five years old. This, we played against this, each other in high school. Did we? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yuck. I remember <laughs> being like, who's this guy? I don't like him. Um, years later, I'm at your parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, made no sense. Uh, and it's probably good that Ecuador ended up winning that because, Jesus... It would have been pretty unjust. There, there would have been so many... Qatar, not a, not a great nation of justice. No. But, you know, they did reach out to us and they said, would you guys, you know, obviously, massive platform that you've got, would you be willing to record some kind of and cool. promotion for the great nation of Qatar? And, and it's... And it's um, but really... We said, you know, one one mil each, and they came back and they were like, nah. And we said, okay, two mil each, and then they stopped calling us. And then they just sent us a barrel of oil. Yeah, which is, I mean, I don't know what to do with it, but yeah. I'm sure it's valuable. Yeah. Um, but who's your pick for the World Cup? Ooh. Australia? Obviously. Obviously. Um, They're beating France on Wednesday morning. I know that Australia are playing France at 5am on Wednesday, and that they'll win. And if they win, then that'll be like the most fucked thing. And the whole nation will just get around. Like, everyone will be like, oh, I've, it's football, mate. I love it. There's zero <laughs> chance of us beating France. <laughs> we'll make it a national holiday if we do. Um, I mean, it is football, man. Like, you never know. Yeah, yeah. We're not beating France. No. Um, I lean towards Brazil because of their depth. Yeah. Um, I think that they're maybe the third favourite. Okay. Um, France are the solid favourite. Belgium yeah. are sitting there. Belgium. Belgium are always around, but they never make it. You gotta love Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, De Bruyne. Yeah. Okay. I know who he is. I know who he is. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm looking at these teams, and I have like in the group chat, someone sent through a, a multi of like all these goal scorers. And I was looking. I was like, fuck. I don't know any of these dudes. Yeah, that was Dan Burns. Yeah, that was Burns. Oh, okay. Fucking psycho. Yeah, no. Um, he fucking get around. I remember going to his place for the last World Cup and just being up all night watching these games and just be like, what the fuck is going on? We're watching like three games. It's two in the morning. Yeah, fantastic. And I was just yeah, I, I was out of I was out of my depth a bit because I was like, you know, I just didn't know anyone. I was like, who's gonna do a dunk? Who's gonna do it? Uh, fucking. But Kevin is so good at football that everyone forgot he was ginger. Wow, mm. that's something I've um always aspired towards as a fellow ginger. Yeah, just being so good at something that people forget about it. Well, people actually uh not not everyone who listens to this podcast would know that I'm a ginger. And I've just revealed it in a moment of weakness. Maybe I set you up. Oh, well. <laughs> That'll do. So who's your completely uneducated pick? My pick? Uh, Spain, good? No? Not really. Oh, shit. They're okay. Nah. I don't... Uh, literally... Like, like they're not... Like Germany. Germany. Yeah. Sure. Ozil? No. Is he retired? <laughs> uh, he's not retired, but I'm pretty sure he's playing in Turkey now. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So he could be hungry. Fuck it. Germany. Don't like that shit, Joe. Could be hung. What? Oh, fuck it. Sorry, bro. <laughs> 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 All right. I think that'll do us for another episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with plenty more just pure solid gold takes, a multi that will 100% get up, some really educated takes on football, and, you know, just general. Maybe we'll figure out where Jordan Clarkson was born. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I went some more apologies. I'm never going to fact check myself, but. No, and I will never apologize. So there we go. There we go. And that's how we'll end it. Yeah. Love you all. Come back next week.